93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. This city is my city, and I love it, yeah, I love it. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome to the CEO Roundtable Show. Glad that you have tuned in this weekend. Uh, very pleased to welcome a friend of mine and a great guest, Adonica Coleman. Adonica, great to have you here. Nice to be here, Fred. Very good. You are going to be on the other end of the talk show microphone here before too long, and we'll talk about that as the program progresses. But uh, uh, the last time you were with us, uh, you uh, are the owner of A. Two D events, yes. and um, uh, tell us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and uh, sort of how you came to Columbia and, and how you got in that business. Sure. So um, I am originally from St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, born and raised in St. Louis. Got married in two thousand two. Uh, he whisked me away to Wichita, <laughs> Kansas. <Ew>. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we lived there. We lived there for three years. Then moved on to Maryland. We actually lived in Columbia, Maryland. Oh yeah, uh, which was very interesting when moving from Columbia MD to Columbia MO. Oh, I bet that confuses people. The post office yeah. was all a mess about that. <laughs> yeah, um, but we got here in two thousand seven, uh, and that's how we got to Columbia. And you know, uh, after one year of Columbia, I was like, mm, no, yeah. I cannot stay here. Yeah, and so. When people ask me how I got here, I always say the better question is, how did I end up staying yeah, here? Yeah, and absolutely. you know the answer to that is one person, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's Pam Ingram. Yeah, Pam Ingram. Uh, who yeah. is? Uh, uh, let's talk about Pam for a second. Pam is uh, the wife of uh, Dr. Ellis Ingram. Yes. More importantly, he is the husband of Granny yes. Pam. And, uh, uh, but uh, Pam is uh, uh, dealing with some health issues yes. and uh, probably looking at end of life, which yes. is uh, very hard to say. Because she's very a, hard to say. a pretty amazing woman. Uh, what she has done for our community yes. and uh, selfless. I mean, she is, uh, look, she's a doctor's wife that could have stayed home and ate bonbons. You or know what I mean? she could have used her master's degree from the University of Missouri yeah. Journalism School. Yeah, and and she did. She, she did. did some really good she writing and, and she wrote for some of our magazines for yes. quite a while. And, and you know, I just, uh, but uh, it's really, you had a Facebook post the other day and, yeah. and uh, your husband, DeMarco, had shared with me that uh, uh, she was having a tough time. So, uh, wow, we're praying for you, Granny Pam. And yeah. thank you for making such a huge difference in the life of so many kids. It, it it's one of those things. Uh, the community will feel it. Yeah. I, yeah, I truly believe that that when that light goes out, they'll yeah. they'll be a hole in this yeah. community. She has done amazing things in yeah. Columbia. Yeah, and Ellis uh, is oh. uh, just a phenomenal person too. And and uh, I would see him uh, almost every morning uh, during the summer. Uh, he gets a cup of he's a man yep. of habit. He gets a cup of coffee at Starbucks, <laughs> and uh, he sort of walks almost. Uh, uh, in a state of reflection around yes. the quadrangle, and I would ride my bike and, and have a chance to to say hi to him uh, uh, almost every morning. Yes, but um, you know um, it's it's a sad thing. But but you had a Facebook post the other day mm-hmm. in your tribute to to Granny mm-hmm. Pam, and and you you said, hey, um, she's the reason we stayed. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that. And because I had a similar experience when I moved back to Columbia mm-hmm. in, uh, 1988, uh, I came back and I just did, I moved here from Chicago. I just did not feel welcome in this community mm. for the first five or six months. And, and I tell people as they come to Columbia, I say, you know, 
it takes five or six months for it to really grow on you. Because I know that we don't have the amenities, we don't have the luxuries that a lot of the bigger cities yes. have. And that sometimes the people seem a little standoffish or clickish. Yeah. Um, and so, but, but give it five or six months and, and, uh, it'll grow on you. What, what was your experience? You know, I will say that when I look back at the time that in, in our life that I came here, um, my daughter, my oldest daughter at that time was, uh, 14, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, dealing with coming from a place where she was already in the ninth grade in the high school building. And then when she came here, she had to go to Jeff Jr. Yeah. to finish out in that building. So that was a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. And then our next starter at that time was only like one and a half or two. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I was staying home. Yeah. And I think when you're kind of a stay at home mom. You're, you're just in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we live out in the Cascades and it wasn't fully built out at yeah. that time. So yeah. we didn't have a lot of neighbors even really. Mm-hmm. Um, so that first year was, was pretty tough. And mm-hmm. you know, my husband is just moving here and getting into his new territory. So yep. he's gone. Yeah, he's traveling. Um, and so, you know, even though our families were close in St. Louis, it's not like I could see them during the week. Yeah. Um, so it felt kind of lonely. Yeah. It's called the trailing spouse syndrome. Yeah. And, and whether it's a woman yeah. or a man, I think that sometimes, uh, if you move here and uh, only one of you is employed, yeah. uh, the other person feels, I mean, you have a, if you're working in a company, you have a sense of connection yes. with your clients and with your, your coworkers. Absolutely. Uh, but if you're not getting up and going to work every day and you're sort of just trying to either manage the household or just figure out what you're going to do, look for a job. Yes. Uh, it's a pretty lonely feeling. It is. It is. And you know, it was, it really, I really had hit a wall, honestly, after about uh, a year. We had been pretty active in ministry. Mm -hmm. when we were in Maryland and both of us separately in St. Louis. And um, I just felt like we just were, we weren't finding that thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when DeMarco was in minority men's network at that time uh, and granny Pam, and I really cannot remember the other charity. They came and did a presentation. He came home with those two flyers and said, Hey, maybe you want to try one of these. And I did call the other place first. Yeah. You know, it was probably on top. Yeah. But they didn't call call me back. Yeah. Um, And so Pam always jokes about that now. And she's like, well, (laughs) that was good for us that they didn't you know and Pam she was just so welcoming you know from immediately and she will tell you she says you know I would get calls all the time from people wanting to volunteer and I would say oh bring some cookies or bring some snacks she said but I don't know something about your email yeah just said invite her out to lunch yeah and so she did and literally we were just fast friends yeah we we just were before we leave that subject what can our listeners do for granny pam i mean this is pam ingram who built from scratch uh this thing called granny's house which became an after-school program for kids that were living in the central part of columbia a lot of the kids were coming from the housing authority and if they didn't have organized activities Mm -hmm. uh you know the uh the idle hands are the devil's workshop you know and and so but granny pam very selfishly i remember she came I was on the, the member of the commission of the housing authority and she asked for two units. Yes. And um, uh, so uh, we gave her two units. Uh, I think that she was glad to get out of the housing authority, which I don't blame her. But but <laughs> when they finally got their own house. But I, I think that um, uh, what can people do for her? You know, right now, um, prayer for this transition is really what yeah. what they're after right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, every day I pray that she can feel the prayers of the people who yeah. who reach out to me and say, hey, what can we do? Yeah. Um, I always, then this is what I said to her. I said, you know, your legacy mm-hmm. lives on in those kids. Yeah. Um, she's t- they touched so many kids. Did you know that even before Granny's house, uh, because Ellis was over at the university as a doctor, they would mentor med school students oh, wow. as they were coming through. Yeah. So the students have lived in their basement. 
So all these people now are, they're flying in from, we have people flying from Taiwan. There's people flying in everywhere wow. to spend a few months, yeah. a few minutes with her yeah. uh, because her impact has been that great. Yeah. So that is a legacy yeah. that will live on. I tell you one thing that really impressed me about Granny Pam is that, uh, uh, some very well intended, uh, uh, businessmen mm-hmm. got together 12, 15 years ago mm-hmm. and decided that they were going to, raise the money and make significant donations to build Granny Pam her own house. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be nice. Mm-hmm. But because of the way the things are in our central city, it wasn't going to be in the central city. It mm-hmm. couldn't be. There just mm-hmm. was no place to build it at the time. And mm-hmm. so, and uh, you know, so Granny Pam very courageously said, no, thank you guys. I don't want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to stay right yeah. where we are, where the kids are. She wanted the yeah. kids to be able to walk. And even, you know, she wanted the, her own place well before she found that place on yep. Worley, yep. but there was nothing available in that area. Yeah. And she was always adamant that the kids be able to get off the yep. bus and walk and not have to cross busy streets. Yep. And so it, it, it just, it all worked out she the way it, out. it was supposed to yep. work out. And That's so right. we are just very grateful for her influence. Yeah. Very grateful. Yeah. You are starting a new business yes. and uh, it's called Como 411. Yes. And uh, I want to hear a little bit about this. What, what prompted you to start this business? Well, I, well, first, thank you for not saying 411. <laughs> Because some people do. And I always say to them, did you not dial 411 when you were younger to pick up? Maybe you need to put hyphens in between the, the 411 so. and the 1. I guess so. One. But yeah. did you dial 411 to get information? Well, I, well, we probably dialed some other number. The 411 was, I'm way older than that. So anyway. Yeah, so we would dial yeah. 411 every day to get information. And yeah. that always stuck with me. Kind of yeah. people would say, what's the 411? And, you know, over the years in owning the event planning business and working with lots of nonprofit leaders and lots of organizations, I'd always get these same questions, right? Yeah. Okay, now we've spent all this money to plan this amazing event. How do we get the word out? Yeah. How do people know where to find it? Yeah. How do people know not to schedule their big event yeah. on the same weekend That's as this one? It's been a problem forever. In it had. And yeah. so what you just said is what yeah. I've heard from everyone I talk yep. to. Like, where is the one place? Yeah. Where is the one place? And so as I started to think about that, I would bookmark all those things. Yeah. Um, and then I started to think, well, how do people get all their information? There yeah. are so many good things that happen in Columbia. Mm-hmm. There are things that happen. And I sit on the board of Ready. I sit on the board of the chamber. Mm-hmm. I hear all these things. I hear these strategic plans. And I'm like, gosh, everybody needs to know about this. Yeah. But if you're not in that boardroom, you don't know about it. Yeah. And so the idea began to formulate in my mind. And I'll tell you that over COVID... Oh, because I spent so much time in virtual events with people. Yeah, I got to talk to people a little more. Um, well, computer screen to computer yeah. screen yeah. about these issues, and I really enjoyed um, broadcasting. Yeah, I enjoyed talking to people. I enjoyed you know reporting the stories. Yeah, and so uh, it was really my tech team out of Idaho that said, you know, we see the way your community relates to you. You really should think about a community show. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of tucked it away and actually fought it for about a year. Yeah. It was one of those things just kept kind of rising to the top. And matter of fact, last time I was here, I think I might have mentioned it to you. And that had to be a year ago at least. Yeah, I bet it was. But uh, obviously our listeners can tell you're a natural at it. I mean, you're very comfortable behind the microphone and and you love talking to people. So it's going to be, uh, it's just, and so your your goal now is to sort of fill a need in the community. Yes. And how would you describe the need? I mean, is it just basically, uh, uh, are you trying to maybe increase engagement, interaction, uh, all of the above? What, what what do you think? Connections. Connection. Connections. That makes Connections sense. and relationships. Yeah. And we truly believe, uh, myself and, and our whole team, we believe that stories, yeah. that storytelling yeah. really creates connections and that 
increases engagement. Yeah. And and we have better relationships as a result of that. Yeah. And I think that we can use some of that. Mm-hmm. I think that we we're at a point where we can really use some of that. You know, Columbia operates in silos oh, in, yeah. in in some yeah. ways. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I'd, I'd like to jump. I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to jump in there. Well, and we let's certainly see where it have takes nothing us. to lose. We do because not. I, I can't imagine things getting worse. No, you know what we I mean? do not. So, um, so when you when you look at uh, the opportunity before you, I, I think that uh, boy, this is a, a show for CEOs, yes. and I, I think that a lot of these folks are saying, "Well, how is she going to make money yes. doing that?" So, yeah, that's a good uh, question. Is there a business model? What, yeah. Okay. Well, well, I will tell you, we when we started to do our research, mm-hmm. we could not find something that was exactly like this right. to to model ourselves after. So we had to take a little bit of this. What do they do in radio? What do they do in magazines? What do they do on podcasts now? Yeah. Podcasts are really huge now. Mm-hmm. So we had to take a lot of that and then we had to create some things um that we feel like could be specific needs in this community and so we did we've we've been in development for several months and we Mm -hmm. have had lots of late night meetings yeah uh, myself and my team and so we really want to create partnerships with organizations and um, members of the community who believe in community the same way we do yeah and there are several people and organizations who really care deeply about this community Mm -hmm. and so we want to partner with them yeah um and we have all these partnerships levels kind of set up uh, i'm actually going to talk to you about that a little bit oh, when we get off lucky the air me. yes lucky lucky friend hey, someone come rescue me right after the show nope nobody <laughs> called for it right after the show for about 20 minutes um but that that's our plan that's yeah. our plan and we have also we've begun preliminary talks with people yeah we have not honestly sat down with one person who was not very excited oh, and good. said we are looking forward to this and let us know how we can help yeah so we'll be calling those people back yeah very cool um when you look at uh sort of the way you're going to structure it so this is a an an online radio digital radio talk show uh como 411 yes um tell me a little bit about how are you stacking the show how are you kind of putting it together what what can people expect to yes. uh, to hear on a weekly basis so what they'll hear on a weekly basis on the show which will air on thursdays at 4 11 yeah, because we can do that on social you said media 4 11 i did you meant because that's the time <laughs> 411-411. But we will always have a nonprofit segment. So we will always talk about a nonprofit. We will always talk about a small business. And I will tell you just sidebar, the the, the small business piece for me comes from the two years I spent at the Women's Business Center as a coach. Uh, Because I just get to see so many great business ideas. And they say, we don't have a big marketing budget. How do we let people know that we're here? So it's kind of my passion for that as well. Mm -hmm. We'll always talk about some fun things that are happening in the community, some events. uh, And we'll also talk about what are great places to eat what are the specials here this week who makes the best bloody mary like it will be the things that people in columbia will be interested in and honestly people outside of columbia who come here to visit yeah that's cool what about um uh so how long will the program be so we are thinking right now about it's funny we we started off saying oh probably 25 minute ish yeah Yeah. but as we keep talking to people and we keep (laughs) yeah get these ideas i'm like oh gosh will we be an hour show before long yeah but we'll run our first season for sure, at the 25-minute mark. That's the voice of Donica Coleman. She is the uh, founder of a brand new digital radio talk show, digital talk show coming your way, uh, called Como 411. Uh, we'll continue our conversation and talk about uh, some of the things that you can expect to hear. And uh, we'll talk about some of the things happening in the market uh, that sort of led Donica to this, uh, this business idea. All of that and more coming up here on the CEO Roundtable. I'm Fred Perry. You're listening to 93.9 The Eagle.
This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. We are visiting with Adonica Coleman, who is the, the founder of a brand new uh, digital talk show that's going to be launching in 2023. Uh, and uh, you'll be able to hear it Thursdays at 411. And uh, it's called Como 411. Um, the question I have for you is that, uh, so I might be busy Thursdays at 411. Sure. Uh, is this going to be available on a podcast it will be available right there you can go see it anytime that's okay. the beauty of yeah. using social media honestly yeah. so it'll live mostly mostly on facebook watch okay like that's where facebook it'll be watch that's where it'll come at 4 11 okay. on thursdays but we also have a youtube channel specifically dedicated to this okay um we will push it out on instagram so you'll be able to see it on any of the social media at any time and yeah. it'll also live on our website okay there'll be an archive of all the tell people your website because there's a pretty good introduction and pretty good explanation it of what is. you're doing it uh, is right it now. is como411.com okay. easy peasy little right. squeezy <laughs> easy como411.com uh, yes and uh, there's an introductory video there yes. and uh, you'll see uh sort of some of the things that you're planning for the for the new show yeah we were very specific when we um when we set up the promo uh, what i wanted to do with that was let people see uh kind of the lightness of it yeah um the fact that we already have some community buy-in honestly was important yeah. for me to show uh, yeah. in that and um also i wanted to show the level of production that oh, we yeah. have because we yeah. have a really high level of production yeah. now are these folks rate. out of idaho you mentioned idaho earlier no okay. so we we are starting with a local team okay so we're a diverse team of all women Okay. So there is myself. Uh, there is Casey Twitwell. She's our chief of staff. She keeps us all in line. Yeah. Uh, she keeps us because we need it. Yeah. We can we can get off track a little <laughs> bit, Fred. We can get off track. And then Jill Dudley is doing our video, and okay. she's our producer, and she's amazing. So if you've Very ever good. seen any of the Welcome Home videos or the True North, oh, okay. she does all those nonprofit videos. Oh, I had and no so idea. And so I specifically, Jill was the first person I went to with this idea yeah. because Jill loves this community. Yep. She's great at her craft, and she knows how to tell a story. Yeah. Good. So she was definitely one of my first phone calls. Um, and then Jasmine Drake is our communications person. So she's the one pushing out all the social media. Yeah. Um, and then Sunitha and I always, I'm looking at my notes because if I call them the wrong title, uh-huh. they'll get on me oh, after I this. You'll hear about it. I will yeah. hear about it. So Sunitha is our strategist and booking director. So I keep telling people when they come to me and say, how will you decide who's on the show? I said, I will not decide. You will talk to Sunitha yeah. and she will decide who's oh, on the show. Oh, very good. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. staying out of that. So you're just a pretty face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm staying out of that. I'm I'm just a talking head. <laughs> I'm the talking uh, head. Lucky you. Yeah, that's and then the best we have, job to have. I know, and then yeah. we have. You know what I've determined? I'm the visionary. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. they, I drive them crazy. Yeah, with that. I understand. <laughs> I, yeah, people follow you around trying to kill as many ideas as they can. So I, I know how that works completely. And then we have a couple of journalism students from yeah. NU who are interns, and yeah. so I figure we'll probably cycle through a few. Yeah. But I love working with interns. I love giving them the opportunity to yeah. work on something, and we tell them from the beginning, "Hey, this is ground up, so yeah. it's going to be pretty raw what that's you get right. to see." That's right. But great experience yeah. for them. The um, uh, so all of the editing and everything will be done here in Columbia. Yeah. Yes. And, and uh, that's a tough part. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah, uh, it is. The amount of time. So you're, you're shooting for 25-minute shows. Mm-hmm. 
which I think probably makes a lot of sense because I think a lot of people say, well, I can commit to 25 minutes. Yes. I'm not sure I can commit to an hour. Absolutely. You know? That's a different. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they'll do it while they can do it while they're working out or, Absolutely. or making breakfast or whatever. Absolutely. So, uh, Absolutely. That's good. And so uh, how timely will the information be? So will, will the information on this show be something that, hey, you know what? I'm going to be uh, this is these are events that are happening this coming weekend. Yes. Uh, is that kind of what you're thinking? Yes. And we will supplement that weekly show with other segments. So there are opportunities for people to partner with us on other segments as well. Mm-hmm. Like right now we're in development thinking, okay, what if we do uh, some kind of health segment on Mondays? Mm-hmm. Right. And that could be sponsored by anybody in the community who cares about that. Yeah. Uh, we could focus on mental health or physical health or spiritual health and we'll rotate through those. So there yeah. will be other opportunities. We will also do a lot of live pop-ups. Yep. Um, so uh, we have some people that are really interested in us covering their events live, yeah. which I'm really excited about. Um, I've always envisioned like, gosh, you know how you see award shows or whatever on TV and there's the red carpet out there and there's somebody talking to the people saying, hey, why'd you decide to come out tonight? And so we'll be doing some of that too. So we're going to try to stay really timely with what we're getting out. The dynamic uh, called FOMO, fear of missing out, is is very powerful. It is. And uh, it's one of the things that keeps people engaged. And and I think that it's sort of, uh, you you don't want to be at the coffee shop or at church on Sunday and hear someone say, oh my gosh, we went to the most amazing art show last night or the best concert last night. And and you missed it, and you really didn't even know it was coming. And and I think that uh, that is so that that FOMO, that fear of missing out, is something that's going to be a pretty powerful element for you. How often do you hear about something, and then you say, "If I had known about that, yeah, I probably would have done it." Yeah, all the time. And, and you know what's sad is that you know I listen to local radio. Yes, uh, I uh, watch the local newscast. I read both of the local newspapers, yes. and I. I feel like I'm doing everything I can to stay engaged. Yes. I'm on social media. Yes. But I still miss a lot of stuff. I know. Yeah. I know. And it, and I do too. Yeah. And I do too. But I do get a lot of information. Yeah. I don't know. I'm one of those people. People tell me a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, gosh, if you, and that's where the connection piece comes in. I'll hear about something. Then I'll run into somebody else and say, oh my goodness, you should know about this yeah. or you should know this person. Yeah. Um, and so we're just hoping to be able to close some of those gaps. Yeah. I will tell you who said it best to me. I think I was talking to Amy Schneider with the CVB. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking her about this idea and immediately she's like this is yes we need this and she said you know columbia is like it's a lot of different spokes on a wheel she's like but that hub in the middle and that's really where we adopted that term we really want to be the hub yeah Yeah. we we love to be the hub of all things como and that's i think if we get that word out people will start looking at us that way and they'll start sending us their thing because we'll have a submissions page on our website where you can submit events. Yeah. Um, you can pay to boost your event. Yeah. So, you know, that's nice. Yeah. We're, we're working on some different streams of revenue. So you're kind of in some respects bucking the trend for, for local content. And so, you know, over the years we have seen, right here in Columbia, we've seen, you know, basically both of our newspapers, you know, they, they are now at a fraction of what they used to yes. be in terms of circulation. Yes. Uh, we know that, uh, it's, it is uh, a lot of local media has come and gone yeah. in, in recent years. Yeah. Uh, so what, what is it that makes you think you're going to buck that trend and succeed? Well, you know, I am one of those people that believes that what's for me is for me. Mm. That's really what I believe. Yeah. I've always been like that. Is that optimism or something else? Uh, it's something else. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in line with my faith. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's what's in me. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's what's in me. Yeah. So, uh, I truly believe I, I tried to ignore this for a full year. Yeah. I did. And it kept bubbling up. Mm-hmm. And so when I get to the point where I can't sleep at night yep. and I'm waking up at three in the morning, like, 
you had this idea or are you just going to walk away? Yeah. Are you going to lose leave all those loose ends just dangling? Yeah. Um, and, and I knew I was being pushed by something greater. Yeah. And so uh, and when I talk to people and say, hey, here's this idea I have. And they don't look at me like, what in the world are you talking about? Yeah. They say, yeah, I get it. I see it. I see that vision. Yeah. Uh, then I know I'm on the right track. Yeah. And when these caliber of people join me and say, we believe in this and we're yeah. here to help you. And we, we had a team meeting last night that was supposed to be over at six. I left at seven. They were there till nine. Wow. So the dedication yeah, to this you. is real. Uh, yeah. And we are we are determined that we're going to we're going to we're going to. I said, hey, win, lose or draw. Yeah, we're going for it. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, so what's going to happen to all of your other responsibilities? So you have a very you've built up a very successful events business. Yes. Uh, I know. Uh, are you still involved with Broadway Christian Church? Yes, okay. I'm still involved with Broadway Christian Church. Yep. Um, and that, you know, that's my that's my ministry. Yeah, that, that's my ministry. So mm-hmm. that's always going to be there. Yeah, um, we I did resign from the Women's Business Center uh, when I went on when I started with them in 2020, right, right in the middle of the pandemic. It yeah. was a two year contract. Yeah, I ended up there for two and a half years yeah. uh, but I knew that I needed to get that time back mm-hmm. um, so I did resign from there which freed up more yep. of my time for yep. sure to focus on this and as far as events go I have some event clients that I will keep yeah. I've worked with them for years we work well together um, they just call me and say hey here's what I want done you already know how to do it yeah. and I do that and it's fine but for now for anybody new that calls mm-hmm. I'm generally referring them okay. out to the other event planners in the area uh, because I know at some point uh, when the 411 really takes off yeah. I- I'm just not going to be able to do it all yeah. so good for you so you you know what you want yes yeah that's pretty good yes um what do you think when you when you when you sort of let me ask you this this is kind of a fun question then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you a serious question after this one so get ready all right um what do you think are some of columbia's best secrets things that you have discovered and you're like going wow why did i not know about this before or uh what are what are some of those things i know you're going to share some of these on your show but but what what are some of the best kept secrets that that uh, you've discovered well here's something that i'm going to tell you that is a fun fact that i discovered that i didn't know and maybe you know this did you know the tiger hotel has rooms with balconies no i did not i did not either Hmm. and i don't when somebody said did you know that the tiger i saw they have a couple rooms with balconies I'm like, what? Where are they? Yeah. So you know, my goal now this is for them to it. get us in there. You're going to repel down the side of the building with your I husband. I am not yeah. going to do that. They, that was just last weekend, and I did yeah. not do it, and neither did he. Okay. We stayed on the ground. They still did Smart well, people. though. That's they they raised a bunch of money. Yeah. So, um, but but like that's one of those. We were like, come on, did you know? Yeah. That's one of those fun. Okay. And I'm hoping that people will submit to us the things that they know. Yeah. That should be wider knowledge, yeah. and we can help get that word out there. I want to know about the catacombs that are under the uh, intersection of Providence and Broadway, down there by where McAdams used to be. Uh-huh. The, there's there's a great big underground area there that uh, college kids have been going into for years, and it's it's almost like caverns, but they're like like concrete caverns. But but uh, maybe I, the are police. you going to go down there with no, me? No, heck no, I'm not. But the police department probably doesn't appreciate me talking about it. But uh, Fred, yeah. what a great show it would be yeah. if you went down there with me. <laughs> well, we'll see. As long as I can take some kind of protection with me, I will. But anyway. Let's take a police officer with us. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> um, 
And uh, you know the other something I did as a as a young man that I really enjoyed were the steam tunnels under campus. Yeah. Now I know that I was not supposed to be down there. Well, but man, that is incredible. I can't you know imagine I mean? you were doing something you weren't <laughs> supposed to be doing up in the dome of Jesse Hall. That yeah. would be kind of fun too. It would be. Yeah. It would be very fun. I yeah. just actually sat with uh, Hurt from the company that just redid uh-huh. the inside, yeah. and, and they had some beautiful pictures, and yeah. it was great. So yeah. I'll see if they would let us. Yeah. Let's see if we can get somebody let us in there. That would be fun. Okay, so. This other is a little bit more serious, okay. but, but in what areas do you think that as a community mm-hmm. we can do better? I, I think when you you you, you kind of we, we talked earlier about how Columbia comes across to newcomers mm-hmm. and outsiders. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've noticed is that uh, whenever we hire an outsider, whether it's for city manager mm-hmm. or fire chief or, mm-hmm. or police chief, whatever, outsiders tend to not last very long. Yeah. And so which is a. You know, not maybe a dynamic we should be proud of. Yeah. But as a community, um, where can we be doing better? You know what's interesting about that? Maybe in my conversation with the CVB, they talked about how sometimes Colombians complain Mm -hmm. when people converge on our city for different reasons. Events, festivals. Show me state games. All all that. All that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I wonder if um, sometimes people in our community could be reminded of what that does for our community. Yeah. Right. Those things bring revenue to our community, which is good for all our small businesses. It's good for our restaurants. It's good for shopping. It's good for all the things that help make our community what it is. Yeah. And I know all that stuff, but I sure like it when those college kids go home during the summer. Oh, everybody says that. (laughs) That's what I hear. I've never said it out loud. You thought it. (laughs) You know what? Somebody. Oh, is there somebody at the university who's new? Uh And she said, um. She said, we moved here in the summer. Mm. We moved here in the summer. Yeah. And so people kept saying, oh, wait till the students come back. She yeah. said, no, nah, I'm from Chicago. Like, uh-huh. how much could it affect? Yeah. And she was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I said, you learned your lesson quickly, yeah. didn't you? When someone has to set through two lights yes. uh, at Providence yes. and Stadium, uh, that is the indication that Columbia has grown too much. It's and that's, grown that's, so yeah, much. That's what you typically hear. And it's so, grown a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's still a small town in, in so many ways. But um, the other thing that, uh, that I don't think we do a very good job of, um, Columbia does not really celebrate its history. Mm. And, uh, I, one time I got my hands on this night. This is a, a, whatever the Chamber of Commerce was called back in 1910. They had produced a book of Columbia's most lovely homes. Okay. And, uh, it was a picture book and it had businesses in it and other things. And, and Columbia had some beautiful, beautiful homes that had been built. But as the university expanded mm-hmm. and as uh, time went by and and fires and so forth, we lost all those beautiful homes. And I yeah. think that when you lose those beautiful homes, you also lose sort of a sense of our history. Yes. And I think that that's one of the things. We'll talk more about that. I'm visiting with Adonica Coleman, uh, who is the founder of the new Como 411 digital talk show uh, that will be debuting in early 2023. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 The Eagle. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. 
And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. We are visiting with Adonica Coleman, uh, who is the founder of the new Como 411 digital talk show that will be debuting in early 2023. Uh, kind of uh, your guide to what's happening in our city and uh, introducing you to some some uh, small businesses and introducing to some wonderful things to eat and drink and, and so forth. Um I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of the things. Well, we talked. We were talking earlier about our sense of history yeah. and how we really don't know much about our history. We don't have a lot of the old buildings and the old homes that yes. that once stood. And the other thing is that is that you know we have some pretty people who became some. We have a lot of people who became significant on a national or world yes. stage that we really don't talk much about. Yes. You know, like, like I think most people really don't know anything about Jane Froman or they don't know that Sam Walton grew up in Columbia. Yes. And some of those stories, I think, are, are great stories to share with people. And they just are. Give us a sense of our own history. They are, absolutely. Because, you know, it's nice to see, like, I look at the people who have businesses here now that are national yeah that are doing really great things and i'm always astounded by that like yeah. these people started in columbia or they live in columbia or they have their headquarters yeah. in columbia that yeah. astounds me yeah um and so being able to look back at some of the people that you just named yeah um it looks like we kind of have a, a a good track record right of those kinds of things yeah absolutely and i think if those stories were out there more they could be more inspiration to the generation who is coming up behind us saying yeah. these things started some of these things some of these ideas yeah were formed right here yep. in this community. Yep, yep. And there's still a lot of things, you know, I like to tell people that, you know, hey, the only Oscar Mayer hot dog uh, you could ever <laughs> eat here in the United States came from Columbia, yes! Missouri, or Quaker, uh, Quaker rice, rice, Absolutely. rice cakes, you know. And, Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's, there's some claims to fame that we don't really celebrate that much. Um, and so that, that's going to be kind of interesting. Um, so when you... Um, think about some of the the other things that uh uh you're you're going to be doing uh, to kind of get this up to speed what kind of feedback what are you looking for what do you hope that eagle listeners will will contribute to the project what, what would you like to like to have well a viewership for sure yeah uh we'd love for people to follow us on social media we're on all of them come on 411 we're on instagram facebook twitter mm-hmm. all the stuff that i don't even like some of the stuff i don't even like i think we have a tiktok account i don't what <laughs> But, but my social media person is like, that's the one to be on. Oh, right here. yeah, that's yeah. where you got to be. Yeah. So yeah. I got to say, OK, yeah. All right, you know best. You know better You're than me. You're going to embarrass your girls, part. I guarantee you. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Or they won't be embarrassed. They'll be like, that's yeah. my mom. Oh, it could go cool. either way. Yeah. It could go either yep. way. Yep. Uh, but we definitely are looking for uh, viewership. Uh, we look, we want submissions. If If people have a story idea. There'll be a pl- there's a place on the website for them to submit that. Yeah. Um, because there will be people who will know something mm-hmm. that they'll say, gosh, this should be more people should know about yeah. this. Uh, we were talking to um, I was talking to the superintendent and I said, you know, we were thinking maybe we could dedicate one of our segments during the week to um, a star CPS student. Mm-hmm. Like some a student that is doing something, maybe even outside the classroom. Sure. That's noteworthy. Yeah. We'd like to celebrate that. We'd yep. like for other people to know about that. So we'd like for the community to help us yes. with those kinds of stories. Uh, obviously, we want them to follow us. And, you know, if you have a business or organization and you say, yeah, I love our community and I think we could do better with relationships and connections. We'd love to talk to you about a partnership. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to test your uh, your Como IQ here. Oh, just sort of, and I want to give our listeners a, a feel for sort of uh, where you're coming from. But uh, and I'm putting you on the spot. Here. You are. We have a little bit of time here, but, and I want to kind of just find out from you what is um, what is something that you have eaten recently mm-hmm. at a Columbia restaurant mm-hmm. that just 
really surprised you and said, why didn't I find about, out about this back in 2007? I'm going to tell you exactly what it was. Okay, it was right. this Saturday night. Oh, okay. I was not planning to go out Saturday night. Yeah. But Pam yeah. told her daughters, go, to, go have a girl's night. Yeah. And so we went to dinner at the Cherry Street cellar oh, yeah absolutely which i don't think i had been in since it's changed mm-hmm. owners the right. sears used to own it i don't think i had been there and mm-hmm. i always kind of forget about it yep. i don't know i yep. just always kind of forget about it because they don't advertise I, but it was beautiful like it's a beautiful place <laughs> oh it's gorgeous and the food is and off the, the charts food yeah i had steak frites oh yeah that's it, nice it was yeah it was probably and i mean we I, we travel and i yeah. like to eat yep and I love steak. Yeah. It was probably the best steak frites yeah. I have had. Very good. And I thought to myself, why don't yeah. I have that? Why have not been here? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about another uh, best kept secret. Uh, what is uh, what's the place that you've been to that is sort of, you know, like maybe it's a park or a trail mm-hmm. or some place, some attraction you've been to in Columbia that it's like, wow, I didn't realize this was this amazing. I, again, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> you are. Yeah. And I'm going to tell a funny story about yeah. myself. Yeah. So. I don't do a lot of trail walking. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of trail walking. Yeah. But it's one of the first things that when you ask people in Columbia, what do you love about Columbia? The parks and trails. Like, yeah. it's really beautiful. Yeah. So when we were filming our promo, <laughs> of course, we wanted to, you know, show all the places that people know are beautiful places. And so they said, oh, my my uh, chief of staff, she's like, oh, I walk my dog on this trail all the time. Well, Fred, I don't even have a dog. <laughs> so she's like, well, you can just walk Zeus. Well, Zeus probably weighs, I don't know, a hundred and something pounds. Yep. So we go to the trail and I'm out here like a tourist. This is beautiful. Look at the yeah. trees. Yeah. And um the dog drug me all the way down the tree. Oh. <laughs> and there's only one way to get back up. Yeah. It is. It is. But it was beautiful. Yeah. And so we do and yes, I see you looking at Rockbridge yeah. Memorial State Park. You know, I've had to do that because of field trips. Yep. Yep. There is a trail out there, and, I, and I'm scrambling. Uh, I'm looking uh, on uh, uh, the um, the website here because there is a trail out there uh-huh. that uh, you would think you were in the middle of Colorado. Really? And it's um and and I know it's got the word star in the trail. And, okay. Um, I'm um I feel bad. It must be in the Gans Creek uh, Wild area because it's off of. Uh, I know that it's off of Highway 163, and uh, it's not showing up. But anyway, there is a. I, I'm going to challenge you to go out and find it because, and it's not a very far walk. I okay. Mean, it's, you can, it's pretty close to the parking lot, but you, um, I want to say it's like the Bright Star Trail or something like that. But it's right off I'm of Highway 163, it. and you know, kind of where the Pierpont store yes. is. You know, you just go yes. down past that towards uh, Highway 63. You're headed. Uh, I guess I would call that either. Mm, I would call that east. It won't uh, matter to me. I'm directionally challenged. (laughs) I really am too. I'll just find Uh, it. But we'll say east. And, uh, but, uh, it's a little parking lot you pull off into and it's just an absolutely, uh, it's Gans Creek Road is what the road is where you turn. And, uh, I mean, this is, it's shocking that this thing is in the middle of Boone oh, County, Oh, well, then Missouri. I got to find yeah, it. So, I have to find it. Colorado's yeah. one of our favorite places to visit, so oh, I'm right. going to go there and get me yeah. some Colorado vibes. Yeah, very good. So you'll like that. Okay, um, anything else that you sort of... Is there a little shop or a little business or a little thing that you've wandered into? You, you know what? I, I One of the really cool things that's happening in Columbia is that we... Um, we we have this refugee population mm-hmm. and uh, that's coming here from Afghanistan and, yes. and Burma and other areas. And... and they are when these refugees come to Columbia, and so many of them are. They have such a strong work ethic, and they're so entrepreneurial. 
and they open these little grocery stores and they open these yes. little restaurants and you just it, it it is such I mean it does so much for Columbia's it quality does. of life and their and the culture, you it know. Does. And so um have you discovered anything uh that's you know like a, a really fun little place to shop that uh maybe you didn't know about for the last ten years? You know, I, I have to take say this and this, people probably do know about this, but my favorite place to shop is Plume. Oh yeah. Like if I can yeah. get all my like if I have to get a gift yeah. for somebody, I know that's where I'm stopping. It's a little deceiving uh, from the outside. It is. It is. And, but that's what I that's really what I love about it. Yeah. And the fact that of course I know Kelly and I know the story. Yeah. And I know how she started like in first just the middle space. Yeah. And then, you know, every few years she's been able to expand yeah. and offer classes and the desserts are amazing. Plus, plus a marketplace for other craft, you yes. know, crafters and entrepreneurs yes, in our community. Which I think was it was like bringing Etsy to life. Yeah. Is what she did yeah uh, and it's been great for our community and so i really appreciate it yep. and i love shopping there and i love if i run into somebody who's a maker that yeah. i can be like look these are your earrings yeah. i'm wearing or these are your, or whatever yeah. so it's really my we go-to should probably tell our listeners where plume is yes. uh, plume is on uh Route, route k, k mm-hmm. south of columbia route k yes. just past rockbridge elementary yes. it's on the right hand side of the road if you're headed south mm-hmm. on Route k mm-hmm. uh, you'll see quality drywall yes and it's in the same parking lot as quality it drywall. is it and, is uh, and don't be intimidated yeah go in there because it it is it's a beautiful beautiful place i think it's the only place in columbia where you can get gopo popcorn <laughs> she's from fulton which and, is my favorite and there's all kinds of cupcakes and oh, other things cupcakes in there. cupcakes and yeah. cookies and yeah. oh, just all the beautiful things. But if you, if you are wanting to buy a gift for someone who's from Columbia that doesn't live in Columbia anymore, that's also a great place too because there's just a lot, a lot of really cool. There's a lot of local stuff. Yeah, Columbia stuff. And then, so I've, I've bought before for people like when they first moved. My parents just moved here last year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, okay. they just relocated yeah. here. I finally wore them down. Yeah. Uh, don't you want to be around your grandkids? <laughs> uh, so I finally wore them down and um, they have the coasters oh, there yeah. with the Tiger Hotel. Like the, yeah, with all the old photos. Yeah. And so I've just started to yeah. kind of purchase those for them because I think that's a nice collection to have. I'm trying to remember the name of the artist that does those. I can see her face. Yes. She worked at State Farm for years. Mm-hmm. And I can see her husband, and I can see her brother-in-law. But you can't call her uh, name. But I can't recall her name. <laughs> Me either. But I'll blurt it out here in the next yes, few minutes. Yes, you will. Yeah, yes, so, you will. Anyway, yes, you isn't that terrible? Um, yeah, so that's that's a great shopping yeah. discovery. Yeah, you know what I mean? It is. So um, anything else that uh, uh, you hope to... What's, what's an organization that you're kind of excited to tell people about that they probably don't know about? Oh, let me think. You know, I really Dream Tree Academy. Creasy, Creasy's her last name. See, there you go. <laughs> just right there, just random. Creasy. I told you I was going to blur you it did, out. Yeah. You did. Okay. Dream, uh, Tree, Dream Tree Academy. Dream Tree. Academy? Yes. Tell, tell us about. I that. really like what they're doing. So it was really it was started by Raymond Hall. Uh, I think he's their executive director. And I remember when I was at the Women's Business Center, this was just an idea in his mind. And I remember speaking to him about it. He said, "You know, I just want a place that kids can come. Kids are interested in all kinds of things. There's people who want to be musicians, who want to learn how to produce music, yeah. uh, who want to do art. And so that is really those are the kinds of things that they focus on with the kids there. Uh, and I've seen it grow." Wow. Over the last two years. And where can people find it? Uh, it's on, just look up Dream Tree Academy. They're okay. on Facebook. I know, I know they have a website. Uh, Raymond is, um, he stepped into the position, uh, after Jim Witt passed oh, away yeah, yeah, at yeah. Ready. Yeah. Uh, and so that is Raymond Hall and Dream Tree Academy is this nonprofit. And I just like to see the things that they are doing in this community. They're out there doing coat drives and, you know, backpack drives and just all the things that the community needs to see and mm-hmm. people can get involved with that. So I would encourage people to take a look at Dream 
Poetry Academy. Yeah. It's really, you think back, you, you've been here, for, I think, 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, and you look back uh, at how Columbia has changed. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I were in an estate sale last weekend, and, and uh, there was something laying on the table that uh, I paid $2 for, but uh, but it was uh, from 1969 and 1970, and mm-hmm. it was something that was being circulated around the faculty at the University of Missouri. And, um, it, it was things that, uh, we found about, found out about much later than we had hoped to. It was sort of a guide to Columbia and what you do, the, where you go to get good food and, really? and great shopping in 1960 and 69 and 70. And I remember reading through that. I'm like going, I've never heard of any of these places. You know really? what I mean? And so, so things have really changed, but wow. I think that you're going to be the modern day version of, of that, uh, of that piece of paper. All you right. Know? I'll yeah. take it. That's great. I'll take it. That is Adonica Coleman. She is the founder of, uh, Como 411, uh, that will be debuting a digital talk show debuting, uh, in uh, early 2023. Audio and visual, so you'll be able yes. to get the whole thing. Uh, we appreciate you joining us this week. Thank you for having me. Hey, folks, I really want to encourage you, Eagle listeners, to get out and vote. You can really make a big difference this coming Tuesday. Uh, please show up at the polls. Uh, you will not regret going to the polls. And I also want to extend a very special happy 90th birthday to former Columbia City Manager Ray Beck, who's celebrating his 90th birthday this weekend. Ray Beck, thank you for everything you've done for Columbia. We appreciate you more than you could ever know. Uh, back next week. Again, folks, with another show, another CEO Roundtable show. This is Fred Perry. You've been listening to 93.9 The Eagle. This city is my city, and I love it. Yeah, I love it.